Hello and welcome to another episode of Who's Coming to Dinner, starring, and I'm going to use that word starring because they are stars, I've got Jay and Kay from the <laughs> Fuck My Work Life podcast. How, how are you two doing? We're good. How are Very you? Very good. Thank you. Much better stars. now that you considered us stars. <laughs> I mean, who couldn't? Who couldn't feel better about that? I have to say, you've put me, my introductions are always a thing. I can never nail an introduction, but you've put me off it completely because the second episode I'm using the soundboard. So I'm playing the intro and I just saw you two grooving along to that intro <laughs> and it just completely, <laughs> I wish I was recording the video, but it completely distracted me. So you said you're both fine. I've got you, thankfully, I didn't mean that pun, but I'll take it. I've got you recording during your Thanksgiving weekend. So thank you for giving me some time. Thank you for being able to, to kind of roll over and, and be awake during yeah. <laughs> during this week. Yeah, I know, right? Not in a food coma currently. Literally roll over. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I roll everywhere I go now. <laughs> I'm Lots just hoping that to the left of you, Jay, that there's um like a plate of food that you're just gonna be tucking <laughs> into. <laughs> no, there's a there's a mimosa. Yeah. No food. The food is a, I. We went to Kay's uh, family's house for Thanksgiving, and I came home with no leftovers on purpose. I left them with with the leftovers, and I came home. And yesterday, I got crazy in the kitchen. I guess you could say, and I smoked two chickens, and I made stuffing. And today, I'm gonna make mashed potatoes and. Yeah, I made a whole nother Thanksgiving dinner, basically. <laughs> I just didn't want to do a turkey. One, they yeah. were all frozen. And two, like, it's, you know, two two small chickens is good enough. Because I was going to ask you, actually, because here we see the classic dinner is, yeah, a huge turkey with everything, all the sides. So is that is that what it literally is? You just make whatever you can, eat whatever you can? Turkey, yeah. ham, stuffing. Mashed potatoes, potatoes, green green bean bean casserole, cranberry, yams. (laughs) I made mac and cheese. Yep. Kay made mac and cheese, which was really good. So have you both been off for a couple of days and you get, so I know you Mm -hmm. get the Thursday off, but do you get the Friday off or is that depending on where you work? Depends on where you work. Um, Most offices get the Thursday and the Friday off, mostly office type environments. Retail, of course is not going to get the Friday off because Black Friday and all that craziness. Um, But yeah, I think most office type environments and uh, like government jobs. Yeah, government jobs. Uh, I think a lot of restaurants also do. There are some restaurants that stay open, but there's also some some retail locations that stay open, you know. Well, on the Thursday, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Black Friday, yeah. The, the retail locations that yeah. are going to be open. Have you partaken in Black Friday? Is no. there anything? No, no, <laughs> new, no new shiny podcast equipment? No. 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 I bought uh, wet food for my cats. <laughs> that, that'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. So. And it was like 25% off. So that's cool. I mean, I did, I, I did a little Black Friday shopping because we were out at at my mom's and there is a like a thrift store consignment secondhand store that I wanted to check out so we did that Friday morning you know there was nobody there because it was (laughs) it wasn't like a big retail thing but I got 20% off of my 
used clothes. So <laughs> I was happy with that. Yeah. But the Black Friday thing, it, it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. You know, like 15 years ago. Yeah. Like people went crazy on Black Friday and fought mostly people in died. Walmart. <laughs> mostly <laughs> in Walmart. Died. They were fighting over TVs. Getting trampled alive for but now a TV. You, you see videos of people who are like on Black Friday walking through like Best Buy or Walmart or any of those big box stores and it's empty because everyone, everything's online. online now. Yeah. Yeah. And not just that, it's like Black Friday month really, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just that yeah. anymore. It's like Amazon <laughs> or sorry, the online retailer that everyone yeah. knows. They started, I think, two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. And Jay, I was going to say, I'm about as rock and roll as you at the moment, because the only Black Friday deal I've got was on some dishwasher tablets. So, that, so that's that's my... <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm living the dream. Yeah. I was going to say, the difference always being here as well was that in the States, it looked like you did it properly. Like it was some really good deals, whereas here, it was hardly anything off really rubbish stuff and people still would go crazy for it here. Mm. Yeah. And now, like you said, with it extending out to the week before, the week after, you can, it's funny. You, yeah, we see the videos of pandemonium you get in the States, but now it's got to over here where I remember like there was a store waiting for the doors to open. Like one person came through because like you said, everyone's <laughs> online now, isn't yeah. it? It's, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, start you... here. I feel like the day after Halloween, you start yep. getting the emails for Black Friday deals, Black Friday yeah. deals. And they're not, they're not like great deals like they used to be like you said and it's just kind of like okay do you remember when people would uh bring their tents yeah and camp outside of yeah. the stores the night before to be the first one in <laughs> on black friday but i also feel like yeah. too because it used to be for like the newest shiniest game yeah. console and i feel yeah. like i don't know yeah. i'm not a gamer but it seems like there hasn't been like a new exciting one of those in a really long time you know or like the newest technology and it's kind of like we've i don't know if we've gone as far as we can with technology at this point no, but there's we haven't. nothing really there's, new and exciting they're figuring i'm waiting for i'm waiting for like the the virtual reality to get like crazy real <laughs> well now now we have robot wardrobes outside. and cheap yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah cheap. and cheap yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the whole thing though with the sales though is over here anyway is yeah, we've got this so-called Black Friday sale. And then over here, you've got Boxing Day sales, so the day after Christmas, those are supposed mm -hmm. to be. But now people know that it's January you're going to get the bigger deal. So mm -hmm. people just keep waiting. You wait, you wait, you wait. And in the end, the prices just go up and then come back down to the price they were anyway, right? Yeah. So. I actually yeah. saw a funny video on TikTok of these people in Walmart and they had you know, the signs for the prices and it's like Black Friday deals with the price on it. And they were moving the <laughs> the paper with the price out of the way to the older, like regular price. And it was the same it's price. It's the same price, yeah. So yeah, it, yeah they yeah. just put the sign, oh, Black Friday deal. But it's it's the exact same price it was before. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, people just like to think they're getting a, a bargain. Whatever you get you to on it digresses all over the place, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, so didn't get you what you want to talk about this. So if I was to redo the introduction from 10 minutes ago, I would say <laughs> I, I've got you on to do one of my Who's Coming to Dinner episodes. So this is the episodes I like where I get to get idea recipes from people and also get really hungry because I've always eaten just beforehand. And then you're going to tell me about some wonderful food. 
and then I'm just going to go get some toast or something to, to kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> Before we do get into that, so yeah, the Fuck My Work Life podcast, that's now so that's three years on, is it now? Yeah, it'll be three in February. Is it three? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't feel that long, but yeah, three it's years. Me too, yeah. You've probably been asked a hundred times before, but I try to also have this podcast be a little bit of get to know the podcasters. Um, so yeah, how did you start that? I mean, it was so three years ago. We talk about is it was it just before COVID or was it? No, it was it was like a year into COVID. So because we started in February of 2021, so yeah, so like a year, kind of almost a year into COVID. We talked about it for a while because we would just, we'd get home from work and we'd start drinking and then we'd just start basically ranting about our job to each other. And we thought we were hilarious because we were drunk. So we're like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it, originally we, we thought it would be people kind of writing in or, or whatever, ranting, you know, about their boss or just getting stuff off their chest and then it just kind of morphed into weird stories <laughs> yeah yeah it kind of morphed into like the crazy stories from people's workplaces you know which worked out yeah heard a lot of strange strange stories yep <laughs> yeah you certainly have and <laughs> So was podcasting, had you ever thought about it before? Or was it just something you just said, what the hell, let's do it? Had you toyed with it before? No. No, I think we both listened to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, and... yeah we listened to a lot of podcasts, but it never, it was never like, oh, we need to come up with a podcast that we could do. It was never right. like that. It was just like, I, seriously, we were drunk in the kitchen. <laughs> And like in the, in our kitchen slash dining room. And we were like, we should make a podcast, like fuck my life. Oh, fuck my work life. And I was just like, okay. I went online and I bought the cheapest little podcasting platform that, you know, microphone and stands and little interface and everything. And, you know, spent a couple hundred bucks on that and we started doing it. And that was that. Yeah, That's we did. Brilliant. I mean, did we do? We did some research on, you know, how to get started and the best hosts and stuff like that to use. And, and then, yeah, like, we just kind of started and we, oh man, the first, first couple months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still like the episodes. I think they're good, but I was so nervous before every recording <laughs> and I would get like <laughs> nervous burps <laughs> and we'd have to stop and. Yeah. And now, now we kind of, I kind of miss it because we haven't been recording that much lately. Yeah. And it's like getting on doing this with you and doing guest spots with other people. It's like, man, we got to like, we need to record more, but, but our window has also like kind of narrowed. We have a very niche, niche yeah, uh, subject. So, <laughs> you know, it kind of gets a little bit hard if, if we're not getting stories in from people it's kind of hard to stick with our topic yeah. and come up with something funny, you know, because I don't I don't want it to be just negative bitching about work type of things. I want it to be interesting and funny. And so we're kind of we're kind of just trying to figure out yeah. where we go from, from how here. we morph, yeah. you know, even further. It's funny, though, because you do you just kind of plow along like it's even me. So 
just under two years and yeah, episodes coming out left, right and centre. But now I've got to the point where I'm thinking, right, well, what do I do go for is because at first I, I think I said to somebody that being a general podcast, you think brilliant, I can just do about anything. But then you realise not everything is interesting or, or exciting <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of what what do you do to to keep it interesting to yourself as well as yeah, mm-hmm. trying to make it appealing. And this is why I've kind of got you on now because I knew you were on a bit of a, a mid-season break. So I thought it's the best opportunity to to grab you to yeah. to do this. In terms of your podcast, then have you ever had stories that you've not published? or not aired because you've thought to yourselves as well yeah we, we've said some crazy shit but this this one's staying in the, the archive um i don't think to to that end no where we're like oh we can't put this podcast out because you know it's too crazy or anything like that but i think our best podcast episode we ever did we lost we were oh. hammered <laughs> hammered and and what we... we took a break like 10 minutes 10 15 minutes in and i paused the recording came back started the podcast up again went on for another hour and i didn't realize until i went to edit it that i didn't hit record again yeah yeah so we <laughs> so... were just we were just talking into empty microphones <laughs> and it was so good we were so shit hammered like that one that one I mean, we... that one might have offended i don't really remember i don't know it it may have offended some people it may have been too racy because we were so drunk yeah that like it's not very often that i drink so much that i can't remember like what i said or what i did So it actually could have been a really bad recording and we just thought it was really it was the best (laughs) ever man this is what i was just gonna say Kay. i was thinking in your heads right you saying yeah this is brilliant but if you'd have pushed record Uh it would have been uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) like that like that episode of always sunny where they're on stage and they think they're like singing amazingly and then you see the real and they're all just drunk and stupid (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there's oh, definitely dear. been episodes where we'll finish and we'll be like, that was okay. And then there's some where we finish where we're like, oh, yeah, that was a really good yeah. recording. And that yeah. one, we were like, that was so good. Yeah, that <laughs> one, when we finished that one, we were like, man, that was the best one. And this was early. This was season one. Yeah, it was early Th- That on. was probably like three or four episodes into us recording. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, that was the best one. That was so much fun. And then the next day we were like, oh, cap it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the amount of times it's funny, even now that I keep looking to make sure the count is going that I've pressed record, <laughs> even though I know I've pressed it, but you, you just, you, you keep double checking it. And it's funny what you said as well, Kay, that, that recently I, I went to listen to the first couple of my episodes and, and my God, how bad or how awful was stilted <laughs> I sounded. But I remember at the time thinking, you know what, it's not too bad actually, but yeah. now I've gone back to it and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm actually, I, I, I keep needing to take Antonio's advice that I'm going to archive some of them off because, yeah, <laughs> if anyone ever stumbles across them, they'll never, they'll, <laughs> they, yeah. they won't stick it out. So I li- I enjoy our first episode still. And I think it kind of eases you into our topic and our subject. Like this, the sound quality is absolute shit. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> and you could tell we were a little bit nervous and we were a little kind of figuring things out, but I don't like, I don't cringe. 
that yeah. bad when I listened to them. But they're still, mm. you know, yeah, had a lot of learning to do in the beginning. Yeah. Well, also our equipment was horrible. Yeah, and like, I didn't really know how to edit. And, I think know. I I think I spent maybe what was it like two hundred dollars? I don't even think that much. <laughs> on four microphones, four stands. You know, like the equipment that you plug everything like it, it. Yeah, I spent like 200 bucks on it. So it sounds like like when you're a kid and you have the tin, the, the like soup can with the string that goes to another yeah, soup can. Yeah, it, yeah. it sounds like we hooked that up to our computer. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking into to soup cans. And we were in our on our dining room table. Yeah. So there were like open spaces and things echoing and. You could hear our little dogs tippy tapping on the floor and, yeah. you know, lots of, lots of fun stuff. <laughs> Look, three years down the line, this is it. The slick podcasters that we are now. Mm-hmm. That, that's what everybody <laughs> knows. We're so profesh. Yeah. It sounds like though, yeah, that you two have just got to get that bottle of whiskey out, finish that, and then <laughs> see if you can recreate that episode. Oh, oh man. It's when I do my best recording. Oh God. That's when you want to fight is when the whiskey comes out. Oh, yeah. Whiskey, no. I don't drink whiskey because I'll try to fight the microphone. I don't care. So in the process of doing this, have you ever come away from a guest or some stories and thinking, do you know what? Yeah, it would be a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Who is it? Jer from from the Newcast? Like. His like disaster, disaster cleanup, cleanup. <laughs> and work in the fair and like they're great stories, but fuck me if that was my job. Yeah. Like, no thank you. Or the people yeah. that just have like awful, awful, awful bosses and coworkers. Like we bitch about our work a lot, but Yeah. It's it's not that bad. I'm mostly just pissed at the fact that I have to work. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I bitch about my job, but I've also been there 16 years. So yeah. how bad yeah. is it really? Or how yeah. stupid am I really? <laughs> but yeah, there's there's definitely some stories where it's just like, oh, God, thank God that's not us. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head. Most people moan about it because it's the, the fact of working rather than, yeah, just being able to podcast all day or right. go out all day. <laughs> But yeah, mm-hmm. some of the, some of the stories you get is, I, I, and I know I said it last time you were on, and I will continue to say it every time you're on. I'm sometimes I'm just shaking my, literally shaking my head at when I'm listening to your podcast because it's just amazing. It's just yeah. amazing. But yeah, there's there's all sorts of environments, offices, and and workplaces out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if yeah. you're in one of them, get in contact with J and K. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Right, so are you ready to to host a dinner party for me? Yeah. Yeah, can I have one minute? No. Yeah, well, we're going to play an advert now anyway, so let's hear from Antonio and Diane over at The Milf and Me. Face it, dating sucked in your 20s, gets worse in your 30s, and your 40s, forget it. It's a cesspool out there, and we're your flotation device. Join us weekly for saucy chat, ridiculous love gurus, and MILF-worthy fun to spice up your life. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. Podcast. Every Wednesday on your favorite pod platform. And themilfandmepod.com. The MILF MILF and and Me Podcast. Podcast. Right, so we are back. Who's coming to dinner? You know the rules. And I know you know the rules because I've sent them to you about three times, I think. So I kept forgetting <laughs> I had them. So, so from, from each of you, 
I want one course, so the classic starter, main and dessert. I want a celeb introduced at each of those. And if you've got a drink, you know, I'll, I'll take that. But yeah, so happy for you to start in any order you want in terms of two of you. But oh, and I'm guest number one. That's always the same. So okay. yeah. <laughs> okay. So do you want us to like each share, like we'll each share our starter, we'll each share our main, or do you want Jay to go through his whole meal and then me to go through my whole meal? Are we going to have a whole? Do a course at the same time each. Okay. So, yeah, so... okay. All right. You, you, you go can first? go first. Okay. I'll go first. All right. So I'm, I'm bringing the, the veg vibes to this dinner party. So the first course that I'm going to serve is my leek and potato soup with a nice crusty hunk of bread to go along with it. Um, maybe a glass of Prosecco, you know, nice, a, a nice, nice slice, crisp Prosecco to go along with this soup. Uh, I love this soup so much. I make it for Jay mm -hmm. a couple times a year and it's, it's creamy and it's got a little it's really kick good. to it. It's a classic a combination, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And um, I'm inviting to this course. I don't know if you would call her a celebrity, uh, but she's a celebrity to me. Um, her name is Adrienne Mishler, and she does yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. And basically, I've spent almost every day with her for the past five years doing yoga in my living room, <laughs> watching her. So I would really like to meet her in person and just have a nice Zen little starter course conversation with her. Thank her for giving me basically free yoga for five years <laughs> and just pick her brain a little bit because she's just real down to earth and she has a huge following on YouTube. And I think because she's doesn't take herself too seriously and really makes yoga like accessible to a lot of different people. So I really admire her and I'd love to spend, you know, some time just picking her brain. It's funny, isn't it? Because just like podcasts as as well, uh, YouTube, when you're watching someone for that long a time in your own house, it does feel there's that, when I say personal, I'm, but do you know what I mean? It it does feel like it's, some, it's an everyday part of your life then. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I ran into her in real life, I'd be like, hey, Adrian. And she'd be like, who the hell are you? Yeah. But I, I you know, you feel like you know the person when... I literally see her every day, basically. So, yeah. Jay, do you partake in the yoga? No. <laughs> no. I'm good. I just bitch about my pain and yeah. And move I'm like, on. you should stretch. You should do some yoga. And he's like, yeah, I should. But then he doesn't. Yeah. Give me a beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to the stage of life and and all the injuries that I think I need to start. So I might I might check her out. And um, yeah, you should tag her in when we get this episode out. You never know. Should yeah, get in contact. I love you, Adrian. <laughs> and yeah, the actual starter itself. Then yeah, leek potato classic, and you can't mm -hmm. beat homemade soup as well, right? Oh God, I love soup so much. I make I make a lot of different soups. I've been yeah. making lasagna soup lately, which is oh man, it's so really good. good. Yeah, lasagna uh, soup. What's that's, yeah. that's the exact face that like when <laughs> when I told people at work that that Kay had made lasagna soup, the exact face they made was like the eye scrunch. Like what? Yeah, no, the it's fuck is that? so good. So you ground whatever protein you want to ground. Um, I use non meat proteins, um, and then. You add like a jar of tomato sauce, 
spices, you know, garlic, of course, onions, and then um, you can have whatever vegetables you want, and then a bunch of broth, and then you just break up the chunks of the lasagna noodles into like smaller okay. pieces and cook it in the yeah. soup. Oh man, it it's is really good. Jay's head, so Jay's head not good. <laughs> yeah. it it's is, really good. It's so good. But well, yeah, that soup. sounds sounds amazing. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. I and love and soup. it doesn't like it. You would think that because it's soup, it would take away from like the lasagna flavor, like the Mm-mm. cheeses and the meats and all. And it doesn't at all. Like it tastes like lasagna. It does. It's so good. It's it's really good. When you first said lasagna soup, it's like always whenever people say things like that, that episode of Friends where Rachel's cooking and she gets the, the trifle recipe stuck to <laughs> the shepherd's pie recipe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I have in my head. Um, <laughs> then the layer of ground beef in the trifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, no, that sounds amazing. Good. I, <laughs> yeah. I think I need to. Yeah, because my wife makes a lot of soups as well. And it's great because you've got like the, the, the creamy soups, the vegetable soups, like the mm-hmm. broth-based soups as well. And mm-hmm. they're all different. Some sh- she'll chuck a load of chicken in mm-hmm. and then it becomes almost or pasta and it becomes like a, a full meal in itself. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Because I remember when I've said to people at work, oh, we're having soup tonight. And it's like, oh, you know, a face. And it's like, yeah, but it's it's, it's what you put in it. It's not a tin soup. Mm-hmm. It's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. No, that's a that's a cracking starter. I'm, I'm now thinking towards the end of this, do I rate the meal? But I'm not sure I should um, <laughs> choose a favorite out of you two because I love you both. So <laughs> it'll be well-rounded between the two of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine has absolutely no vegetables <laughs> Oh, well, I think already you've got a point there from me. So, <laughs> Okay, no, solid, solid start there, solid start. So, Jay, what about you? So for my starter, I am, it's going to be kind of a, it's going to be a, there's a few different things. So I'm going to make uh, pork belly burn-ins and also smoked shotgun shells. Uh, if you would like me to elaborate on those, I can. <laughs> Sorry, could you just say that again? what they smoked? Shotgun shells. I think you're going to have Shotgun. to elaborate on those. Yeah. yeah, I'm just sorry. I was just writing it down. I'm just trying to say, yeah, so yeah, I definitely need to know what that is. <laughs> so the smoked shotgun shell is ground beef and hot Italian sausage uh, mixed together with uh, Monterey Jack cheese and sharp cheddar cheese. And then stuffed inside of a manicotti shell. And then the shell is wrapped in bacon. And then it is seasoned and smoked for about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, just till everything's cooked. And then the last like 15 minutes, you glaze it. And it's a glaze with barbecue sauce, honey, uh, apple habanero uh, glazing sauce, brown sugar and in a little bit of the seasoning that you seasoned it with. And you, you basically bring that to a simmer in a pan and then glaze the shotgun shells and just let it, let them go for like 15, 20 minutes to let it tack up a little bit. And then I cut them into little pieces. So they're like little bites you can eat with like a toothpick. It will change your entire (laughs) life. And your heart health. (laughs) I'm actually crying here because that's beautiful. That sounds, (laughs) that sounds Amazing. <laughs> I, all I was thinking here is based on, on kind of what you were saying as well, Kay, with your lasagna soup, is you two need to write a recipe book here because <laughs> that just sounds heavenly. 
Yeah, it's it's. I made them last week. It's uh, I, I'm not lying. It, it they will change your life. I was going to ask how often you make them. I mean, like you said, yeah, it probably takes um, a week off your life each time. You eat no, them, no, right? it actually like stuffing the shells takes a while. You know, this time, this time, I think I got two pounds of Italian sausage and two pounds of ground beef, and it. So it took me what probably an hour and a half yeah. to stuff all of the shells and then wrap them in bacon. But the, the cook time for it is like, you know, an hour and a half tops, yeah. wow. you know, you, just to clarify, you were bringing those in to work, to share with a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't mean, like four pounds yeah. of no, no, meat. No, no, no. For... <laughs> no, it wasn't just me eating it. No, I was bringing, I was bringing it in for, for work and, and feeding it to people at work. Oh, I wish I worked with you. Which Jay I'll... loves to cook for the masses. I do. That, that I do. That sounds amazing. And and for me, the minute you said like that Italian hot sausage, because I know that is one of my favorite foods as well. Mm-hmm. And so that in amongst everything else, oh my word, that's a starter. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a starter and a half. So flavorsome. I really, I don't make them that often just because it makes so much. Yeah. You know, it, it makes so much food that I look, I, I don't mind. I, I actually enjoy cooking things and bringing them into work and having people try different things, but I'm not cooking for those people all the time. <laughs> like it's, it's not what I'm about. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I bring food in when I know that like, if I ate all of this, I, I like I, I'm hospital bound because my <laughs> cholesterol would just spike, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and my guest, cause I don't think I got to that. My guest is going to be Drew Brees, which mm-hmm. is the American football quarterback from the new Orleans saints, which I'm a huge Drew Brees fan. I'm a huge saints fan. And, and, you know, he, he retired probably, few years ago i think it was before covid that he retired i can't remember but he's definitely a first ballot hall of fame quarterback uh and he was never like he was always so good and 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 so disciplined but also humble like he did a lot for the city of new orleans like he he donated a lot of his time and a lot of his money and he was just a good person. You know, he, he didn't let the, the fame separate him from normal people. Cause yeah, a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of famous people, they do that. They, they, they let their, their, their fame, their notoriety make them think that they're separate from people like us. And they're not you're like, you're, mm. you're still a person. You still need to be a person. Yeah. I would bring him just to, just to have a conversation with him. There's nothing, I, there's nothing specific I would want to know. It's just someone I'd want to talk to because, you know, he was so successful and, and, you know, like you, you want to meet those people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sport is something that is what is, yeah, you can almost chart periods of your life as well through sport and sporting events, can't you? It's, it's, it's very personal. I did an episode a couple of weeks ago with, Adam from Decaying with the Boys and Josh from Talking Smack. And 
we did about those moments that live on and and it is things that you can track back to yes yeah, certain points in my life anyway so no I get that I get that and and some of the stars you want to meet kind of goes back to Kay you know watching Adrian do the YouTube all the time it feels personal when you see your your quarterback your striker whatever it whatever sport it is you're watching them week in week out season in season out for 10 years whatever yeah I get yeah. that so okay that's a good start there as well that's a good start there as well hey do you want to move on to the main yeah so <clears throat> for my main dish I'm going to be serving a mushroom ravioli and a garlic sage sauce and with a little a little uh, arugula slash rocket salad on the <laughs> side with a champagne mustard vinaigrette and I'm going to pair this with a light lager. And since we're since we're eating Italian food, maybe like a Peroni, you know, Peroni beer, some sort of Italian, you know, lager beer. And Nastra Azzurra. Na yeah, I can't <laughs> yeah. say it. Nastro Azzurro. Nastra Azzurro. Nastra Azzurra. <laughs> Our Italian sucks. <laughs> um and I'm inviting to this meal my favorite author of all time. Uh, his name is Christopher Moore, and he writes just really weird, satirical, horror slash comedy slash it just weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but he's so funny. His writing is so absurd. I think he would be hilarious to share a meal with and just make us laugh and be weird and like he wrote my favorite book of all time which is called lamb the gospel according to biff christ's childhood best friend and it's <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> and so funny and he also has like vampire novels and all kinds of crazy stuff and yeah i think he would be just a hoot and a half to to share a meal with and just pick his brain <laughs> yeah authors are a good one aren't they because you kind of really want to say to him and this book where was the inspiration <laughs> for that and this character mm -hmm. what, what do you think they'd be doing now <laughs> yeah and his humor is just right up my alley just so weird and so satirical and so witty and i just i love it so much so i'm not a huge i'm not a huge reader i wish i could have more time to read but every book I've read of his I've just instantly loved so yeah no I get that I used to love reading I don't have the well I don't have time I believe I don't have the time to read now because <laughs> I'm doing other things but it's um yeah like you said though it's when you find that author you like mm -hmm. you then just go full in don't you on on those yeah. books mm -hmm. okay okay and yeah the main as well I like that ravioli can't go mm -hmm. wrong with that that's that's a classic and yeah, yeah, mushroom. I don't mind mushroom in, yeah, mixed in with pasta and sauce <laughs> like that. I'm not a huge mushroom fan, but when it's in ravioli. Oh, I love mushrooms. <laughs> thank you for the arugula slash rocket side salad. <laughs> yeah. We had a debate in that in our WhatsApp chat, didn't we, a little while ago? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like I say, no, again, that's a, that's a very solid choice. It's a very solid choice. Jay, over to you. All right. So for my main course, I'm going to keep it very American, not even American, just very, I guess, traditional. I don't. So it's going to be a reverse seared ribeye. 
So I will put the ribeye on a smoker for about 45 minutes and then I will sear it. A lot of, a lot of times for a long time, you would sear a steak first and then slow cook it. I'm going to do the reverse because it's better (laughs) with a side of grilled asparagus and mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes. Mm. That sounds again, like you said, traditional, but tasty. Yeah. Very good. It's very good. And the person who I am going to bring, his name is Jocko Willink. He is, uh, he's not famous in the sense, he's not a celebrity in the sense that uh, most people think of celebrities. He's not a movie star. He, he is a ex Navy SEAL. Uh, he has written a book and started a company called Echelon Front. The book is called uh, Extreme Ownership, and it's basically a leadership book that he wrote that I listened to. I actually have the book in hardback cover, but I've listened to the book on Audible. I listen to it probably twice a year, and it's just a way of moving through life and the things that you do in a way that also encompasses the people around you. And he wrote this book after he got out of the military. And when you think of Navy SEALs, he was an officer and he was, he was the lead officer in a company in a, like a Navy SEAL team. And they were in Fallujah, Iraq. And when you think of like the leadership in those positions, every decision you make in in a situation like that can affect so many people. And not not just affect in their feelings or or how you know how they're gonna move through their day. It, they're either gonna live or they're gonna die. And when you have to make those decisions, it it, it is going to give you a different perspective on every other decision you make in life. And he's. For years, I, I've wanted to meet him, you know, and, and I think having him for the main course, I would just want to learn from him because he's he's been in situations that I've never been in and will never be in, but he's been in those situations and he's made decisions that change the course of people's lives. And I, I think that's something everyone can learn from. And it's really important what you said because... You know, I've been in offices where people are, you know, you're, you're working on something. People will joke, say, oh, it's not a life or death decision, you know, this or that. But you, you forget that there are jobs out there or, or roles out there where they do make life and mm-hmm. death decisions like that. And you think yeah. how, what must go through their minds when when they're making those yeah. decisions, you know. And I, I think when people say it's not a life and death decision, when they're talking about their normal work, no, it's not. But what if... What if it was? What if you approached yeah. it as if it was? <laughs> you know, like maybe maybe the decisions you make, you know, wouldn't affect the people who you work with as much if you actually thought it through and made that decision. Not saying like this person's going to die if I don't mm-hmm. refill the coffee filters, <laughs> you know, but... But like, you know, you, you, but your decisions affect people's lives. Yes. Your decisions affect everyone around you, especially when it comes to uh, a place where we are 
uh, a lot of times more than we're home. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. like it, it, those decisions affect everyone around you. And if you thought of it in a manner of like a life or death decision, maybe maybe there would be less chaos, you know, because I see a lot of people in, in the workplace who they go out of their way to try to get other people in right. trouble, yeah. fired. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, hey, like uh, maybe take a step back and and uh, you know, like, h- how did what they do affect you, and and yeah, and exactly. how is what you're gonna do affect them? You know, it, it's just a better way to think. Yeah. And I think, but I think on the opposite end of that, like you were saying, Dan, if you're if you're not making those those major decisions that could affect people, to keep reminding yourself that this is not life or death when you're on the opposite end to cuz i myself try to tell myself this all the time cuz i i let everything affect me to my core at work yeah and it's like sometimes i'm just like you know what there are people that have had it so much worse in life and yeah. this is just a job and it's not life or death and i got to i just got to let this go yeah and trying to cling to that on the opposite end but i but I agree with what you're saying too. If, if people making those decisions thought a little bit more about how it affected people, I think it'd make a more harmonious workplace. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And it's it's interesting, isn't it, that sometimes a lot of these books or or like leadership mentors and talks do come from people that I've been in the military or have come from a really tough background it's it's often you know you expect sometimes some of these books or these ways of thinking to come from the, the business world like you said jay i think it's people who have been through some serious shit as well and have seen mm-hmm. some yeah. things and it's just you take that application and you apply that elsewhere but could we who, who've been deciding on yeah should we uh do should we make decision a or b at work if you then had to transfer that to like a, a military or medical background, it'd be a lot, lot harder yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Transfer yeah. that. But okay. So thank you for that, Jay. Okay. So let's hear your final course. Okay. So my final course, I'm going to make a rum cake with some raspberries and some fresh coconut whipped cream to accompany it. It's very boozy. It's custardy. It's delicious. Um, and <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna pair this with a cocktail. This is my new favorite cocktail. It's called the Red Queen, and it's gin, elderflower liqueur, uh, lime juice, and cranberry juice. And you shake it up with some ice, and you pour it in a coupe glass, and it's delicious and it's sweet. So I think it would go good with with the rum cake. And I'm inviting. You know, I changed, I changed who I was going to invite to this course multiple times. And there was like a few actors and actresses. And then when I was really thinking about it and I was like, why am I inviting them? Just because I like a TV show they're on. But like, what would I, what would I talk to them about? And I couldn't think of anything other than, hey, I really liked you in that show. So (laughs) I changed it a few times, but I settled on a comedian named Fortune Feimster. Her stand-up is really funny. We went and saw her live a couple years ago in San Diego, and it was such a good time. 
and she has a podcast where you know like everybody has a podcast but I really like hers because first of all she stayed independent so she didn't like hop on some you know big podcast uh what are they called network or whatever and it's usually just her oftentimes her mom will jump on and she's just really down to earth really genuine and sweet and caring and i and hilarious so i think she would be so fun to just like sit down and talk about her life and share stories and you know have a good laugh so yeah i'm inviting fortune feemster to my dessert and she loves dessert so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, it's it's a real interesting mix of people you've got there but i'm going to come back to that after and a good old rum cake to finish like you said yeah boozy finish to the meal yeah, mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Booze and sugar. <laughs> so, yeah, and what you were saying about sort of debating who to invite, you know, and, and like the TV world, et cetera. But with comedian, do you, is stand-up comedy something you like generally? I find that can be really, what's the word? Well, here we say Marmite, which is something people either love or hate. So I kind of get that with stand-up comedy, isn't it? You, it, it can be hit and miss. Yeah. Um, um, like a Marmite sandwich. Is that like of... Vegemite? Is that the same thing? Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of like Vegemite. That's what, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you kind of know what I'm saying. <laughs> it, over here, people, it's literally, there's no down the middle. People say they either hate it and really hate it or they love yeah. it. So that's why we say yeah. something's Marmite over here, yeah. Yeah, if the right ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we... We don't go to a lot of live stand-up, um, but we watch a lot of like the Netflix specials that come out yeah. and there are certainly ones where we'll start to watch and I'm just like, I'm out. I'm not into this, this person or. Um... Usually the ones that I watch. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I like, I like a good witty stand up, you yeah. know, and, or, or like the ones where they're just telling crazy stories, personal stories that are just, just happen to be hilarious. Um, like who's the, who's the one recently we've been into Nate Bargatze. Yeah, Nate Bargetsy. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, he's funny. Um, so yeah, it's it's hit or miss with me. I think for stand up comedy, I'll watch any of them. I, I I'll watch any stand up comedian, and if I'm into it, like I'm into it. If I'm not, I still watch. I just don't <laughs> laugh. I just sit there and stare yeah. at the TV. It becomes uncomfortable for me at that point where, where it's just, it's not funny and watching it, you're, you're like embarrassed for the person doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I, I definitely get that feeling, but also when I get that feeling, like when I'm watching a stand up comic who is just bombing, mm-hmm. I want to see like, can uh, they recover? <laughs> can they can they rein this in? Can they reel it back? Or it is like their whole hour long set just going to be shit and they don't care. <laughs> you but know? they somehow got a special on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually in the local area where I live, there's a guy that runs a number of comedy clubs every couple of months. He goes around the towns and, and yeah, the, the majority of them, they're generally brilliant, but yeah, I, I couldn't do that. I could not do that. Go up on stage and no. it's, it's whether it's whether they get you. It's almost like whether they can get you in that first 30 to 60 seconds. And it feels like if, if you do, yeah. they, you're mm-hmm. with them the whole thing. But if you don't, then you're, you know, it 
takes a while to, to try to warm up to them. It's so yeah. difficult. And you also have to remember that the stand-up, by the way, like the person I'm bringing to dessert is also a, oh, a really? stand-up comic. <laughs> uh, so we didn't discuss no, our didn't. guests with each other. So so I didn't <laughs> okay, know who she was okay. bringing. She didn't know who I'm bringing. But you have to remember that like these Netflix specials or the Amazon specials or any of these stand-up comic specials, this is months and months of work. Yeah that these comics do this isn't just they get up on stage and they do it so when i say like i'll watch these comedians and see if they can like rein it in a lot of what i watch is like on youtube or on tiktok or or on one of the social medias where they're at the clubs like working testing out yeah Yeah. working their material seeing how it how it hits and and adjusting it so when they get that Netflix special, this is like, this is tuned and refined and that, you know, this is six, eight months, a, a year of them touring the country or touring the yeah. world, doing these jokes and, and, you know, just tweaking them a little here and tweaking them a little there. So I can't really say I've ever watched a, a a like Netflix special where I was like, oh, how are they going to bring this back? You know, because by that yeah. time they've got it worked out. And there's some sort of audience, whether it's your thing or not. There, there's yeah. an audience for but there's, it. Yeah, but there are times where I watch Netflix specials and I'm like, all right, well, I just like it's. It doesn't make me feel uncomfortable. I just don't think it's funny. Yeah. I, like this I think, isn't yeah. funny. Mine stems from when I when I lived in LA. I had a friend who would host an open mic comedy night at a restaurant in the valley that we would go to um almost every week and it was it was the people that were just you know yeah trying to become a stand-up comedian most of them were so uncomfortable and you're in the small restaurant and you had to give like the like uh courtesy laughs just because you know they're up there and it's hard getting up in front of people but it's so bad and you're like ah Yes. Yes. because you just want them to like not feel bad <laughs> well, yeah well it's like you're looking around and you want you, you don't want them to feel bad but you also you don't want to be the only one laughing right because then everyone's gonna yeah. look at you and say why is she laughing yeah it is interesting what you were saying as well uh jay so at one of the ones i went to this comedy there was this guy he's a tv presenter here young guy and he was yeah he was honing his act and he literally was he was he admitted he said look i'm just using trying out some material and he had a little yeah. book and he was literally going for the book and yeah he would mark him down this is a hit this isn't a hit and, <laughs> yeah. and like you said yeah they, they must go through it all and and then yeah to flip to the other side so uh, about a month ago a friend of mine asked me to go see a comedian in the town over uh jimmy carr went to see him and that was what we didn't know was it was being filmed for a netflix special and yeah mm-hmm. at the end there were a couple of re-records of transitions etc and you think yeah even that to get that down and it'll be interesting to see some of the jokes if they're going to make it into the final cut because some of them even i was like whoa (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah that that'll be be fun to see but yeah fair play to them just can do it just can do it it's it it feels brutal (laughs) it feels brutal so yeah it it takes a lot of guts to get up there and and do that 
Yeah, I don't I don't think I could do it. I don't think I think I could get up there and do it, but as soon as I bombed, I'd be done. <laughs> I would just cry. Like, I, I would not be able to recover. You know, and and I bet a lot of stand up comedians think that way. Like, oh man, if I bomb, you know, but there's also those stand up comedians that don't care. Like they don't care. <laughs> like you know, they'll look straight at the crowd and be like, "What? This joke's not tracking." <laughs> like none of you, none of you have gone through this before. You but they know, also you probably know? have a thick skin, you yeah. know, at that point where they've gone through it so much, they're just used to it. But yeah. Well, when I was in Vegas this year, and Antonio came over, I mean, he went to a comedy club that night, and. Yeah, I found that hilarious, but we were quite drunk. Well, well, I was. And part of that was because we got the Fat Tuesday after you told us to. Uh, and then when yes. we were there, it, it was a free, it was free entry, but you had to buy a couple of drinks. And then, yeah, we mm. just got a few more during it. And I said mm. Carl was probably the loudest one, but at the end of it, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> the thing I just remember, I really enjoyed it at yeah. the time. <laughs> That's the main thing, right? <laughs> Okay, um, Jay, what, how are you? Uh, how are you finishing the meal off? So I'm going to finish the meal with a homemade apple pie, uh, vanilla ice cream, and a side of candied bacon. <laughs> you can't. You can't not have meat in a dish. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, yeah, candied bacon. Okay. Yeah, candied bacon. So, have you ever had candied bacon? Do you know? I don't think I have. I'm trying to. I try. I no. I don't think I have. So, candied <laughs> bacon is where, like, you take a thick cut of bacon, and you're not. You don't fry it in a pan. You 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 put it in the oven, and you you cook it in the oven, but you cover it with, like, some people will like spice up uh, brown sugar, and and kind of like pack the bacon in brown sugar and as it cooks that brown sugar melts down and then it hardens and so it's like candied bacon so you bite into it and it, it it's like biting into a piece of candy but there's bacon in the middle there's multiple okay. different ways okay. that people do it like i would probably just kind of like make a glaze like i did for the for the smoke shotgun shells and cover it in that glaze and let that glaze cook. So the bacon wouldn't be like crunchy when you bite into it, like have that crunchy shell of the stuff yeah, over it. Yeah. But it would be very sweet because there's a lot of sugars and like honey and brown sugar and, you know, and other stuff you can, you're basically covering bacon and sugar. Let's be honest. <laughs> you're spicing up, you're putting spices and sugar and you're covering bacon and you're letting the sugar melt. You know, and then when it cools, it hardens and it's candied bacon. So you're gonna like sprinkle that on top of the pie and the oh, ice no, cream. Oh no, you're gonna eat that with your fingers okay. after you finish the pie or before <laughs> okay. you finish the pie. Or... But it could be a good like salty sweet yeah. mix, you know. I like the idea of it, but I just think would it it wouldn't probably work over here with our bacon. I'm thinking with your bacon, it is probably fine. So, so if you've seen our bacon, it yeah yeah yeah. We we call like it ham? Canadian bacon here. <laughs> or is that what, what we call it? Call it. What do we yeah, call yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian bacon. Oh, Canadian. Canadian so basically bacon. like so it's ham, like ham, kind of. 
Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a ham. It's not. Like it's not made from yeah. the pork belly. It's made from a, a different part of the of the. It's, it's the all. It's pig. more the meat. It's all the. It's all. It's, yeah. It's more section of meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like a, a like a sinnerloin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't not love our bacon. Oh, when, when I come <laughs> over there, it's great. It's great. I mean, bacon anyway, right? <laughs> Again, a nice apart from the candied bacon, but a nice traditional homemade meal there yeah uh dessert there yeah. yeah so who's sharing that with us i am bringing a stand-up comic and his name is bill burr oh i love bill burr i <laughs> fucking love bill burr he that that guy rants better than anyone i've ever heard and he can get up on stage for an hour and a half and just rant and have you in stitches the whole time you know but he's also like a lot of the shit he rants about is like there's a hint of he really feels this way, but a lot of it is like tongue in cheek. How kinda. far can I take this? Mm. How far yeah. can I take this? And and I think nowadays his comedy is like, how many of you can I offend in this one hour? <laughs> you know, because I don't give a shit. I'm gonna say what I want, you know, and I love that about him. And he's done really well with his comedy like nowadays with the cancel culture and everything like i thought i i was like it's only a matter of time before they cancel bill burr it's only a matter of time because he goes off and it, it just doesn't work i i think he's i think he's hit a point in his comedy where people are like just don't even try he doesn't give a shit. Like he doesn't <laughs> care. Just don't even try to to make him go away because it's not going to happen. You know what do they call that? He's reached the escape velocity uh, of comedy. Yeah, it's um, yeah, and that's kind of what what I was thinking about earlier, and 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 I meant to say is again with the stand up comedians, I guess they also tread a fine line at the moment mm -hmm. in terms of how true do they stick to their comedy belief system for want of a better term mm -hmm. i don't if, if you know what i mean or yeah tailoring yeah. it to what they think they should be saying yeah. yeah 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 and i also think with bill burr if you look at his personal life he doesn't he doesn't tread that fine line in his personal life like he says shit up on stage when he's doing comedy and that's his comedy and then his personal life he's he's not cheating on his wife he's not beating his kids he's not you know he's not doing things where they can say oh look his comedy is this but he acts the same way in real life yeah. so this yeah. is why he should go away you know his comedy is one thing but it, it, in his personal life he's just a normal person like the rest of us who doesn't you know he's he not an asshole he's not yeah he's not an yeah, asshole yeah yeah yeah, and with a lot of TV celebrities, that's that's sometimes getting hard to say, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a rabbit hole we won't go down just here. <laughs> yeah, anyway. that could be a whole other <laughs> yeah. episode. <laughs> okay, okay, so interesting. So the question I normally ask once everyone's said everything is, do you think your the guests are going to get on with each other? It feels like a good mix. Yeah, because yeah, I feel I like think they will. even though we didn't talk about it, all of ours kind of matched up, right? Our first one, yours was yeah. an athlete. Mine was like, I mean, 
not an athlete, but like fitness. Yeah. Our second ones were authors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our last ones were stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians yeah. That's amazing. And I'm, that pretty, really I'm pretty sure <laughs> Fortune Feimster and Bill Burr know each other. Oh, I, yeah. I guarantee they oh, know yeah, each other. Oh, yeah. They probably know each other. So they're yeah. going to have a good old time. I think I think it's a good mix of people. I think they'd yeah. all have some good conversation. <laughs> well, no, no, I think it's a really amazing mix between the two of you, especially like your first choice, Kate, of Adrian Michela and... Your second one, um, Jocko Willink, in terms of kind of what they do in terms of helping people as well, generally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really, it's a really good mix. Will they get on with me? I hope so. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be first in the door. So. <laughs> How could anyone not get along with you? Yeah. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. I tell you what, though, I'm eating both of these meals. <laughs> there, there is, yeah, it's, it's a draw. I'm putting it down the middle. I mean, if I had to go for one, I think it's those shotgun, uh, shotgun shells. Did you call it? I'm telling Smoke you, shotgun. they will, they will change yes. your life. <laughs> I've I've got to meet you somehow. I've got to meet you. <laughs> Come over, jail cook for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to California. I'll, I'll look. Now, look. I know you love the the shotgun shells, but don't turn your nose up to the pork belly burn ins because oh, you those, didn't really talk mm, about those. I didn't really talk about those too much, but those are like those, those will absolutely change your life. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, all I'm doing now, I'm looking at him thinking, I think Kay's, I feel like I could eat that and yeah, enjoy the rest of the night. Jay, I think I'll be sleeping <laughs> the rest of the yeah. night. I think yeah. That's a, that's a point. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of carbs in my meal, but it's still kind of light, you know, it's still, yeah. she brings the carbs. I bring the protein. <laughs> perfect. Perfect meal set. So I did want to throw a couple of other things at you. I did say kind of one related to your pod. Is there a TV or film office environment or work environment or like a workforce that you would love to have a meal with for me uh 100 the it crowd i want to okay. <laughs> moss and oh, uh was his name richmond <laughs> the vampire <laughs> in the closet and jen and oh, roy yes, yeah. they're all just so silly i would love to spend a couple days sharing a meal or just spending a day in their office <laughs> It's a good choice. That's uh, a good choice. A work crowd that I would want to spend the day with. Uh, the guys from Yellowstone. Oh, I've not watched like that ra- yet. Like ranchers. It's, it's, yeah, it's okay. not an office setting. It's like a, yeah. you know, you're riding horses and. You're, you're a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to spend a day with those guys. Working the land. Well, watch them working. <laughs> I don't know if I'd work with them, but I'd watch them work. Yeah. And well, your menu feels like that would suit that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd put. Right I would in. change yeah. their life also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I said this is. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. This is either going to go out the week before or after Christmas, but basically in the festive period. So, I've got to ask a couple of the classics. So, which Christmas film would we be watching after the meal? Uh, uh, what is it? A Christmas Story. Do you want to watch a Christmas Story? Is that the one where he gets his tongue stuck to the yeah, pole? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one. That's a, that's a that's a classic. That's a Christmas that classic one. movie. A Christmas Story. You've never seen a no. Christmas Story? What? I'm gonna have to look this up now. When you said they play his tongue it... stuck to the pole, I thought you were thinking of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. 
<laughs> they, the, it came out what in the eighties? Yeah, yeah, it was the. 80s. I think it was the eighties, but it it plays twenty four hours a day here at Christmas time. Oh, I've not seen that. Oh my okay, gosh, I, you gotta watch it. It's, damn, okay, well, it's real cute. <laughs> how dare you? I'm gonna play a different movie though. Because I have a Christmas movie and I know it gets a lot of hate in the world, but I don't care. I love it with all my heart, and it's a Christmas tradition. Is love actually? <laughs> oh, do you know that's another one I haven't seen actually. What? <laughs> that's a British one too. <laughs> I know. I just, it's just it feels a bit too rom commy for me. That's the only thing. So. It is. It it's, is. It's very rom commy, but I still love it so much. <laughs> it's stupid, but I love it. Yep, it's stupid. I, <laughs> well, do, you, do you know what? I'm going to add those to the list because we, we were never necessarily Christmas film watchers, but in the last few years, we've really got into it. So, yeah, I'm going to add these two, especially as I haven't seen it. I've just had a look at Christmas stories. Is it upbeat? They're not they're not sad or anything, is it? Well, I know Love Actually is, a, is comedic, isn't it, in, in bits? Yeah, yeah. Like, Love Actually has its moments, but for the most part, it's it's comedic. Christmas Story is funny. Yeah, a Christmas story is funny. Look, yeah. don't get me wrong; it's not like it's a great movie. A Christmas story is it's, not it's a great just, movie. It's, it's a classic. Just, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, you have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are some films. It doesn't matter whether it's Christmas or not. You know, they can be slated to hell, but they mean something, or or they've got that something for you. My Christmas films. Are- Again, they're not necessarily, well, it depends who you, you speak to. One, the first one's very Marmite, again, if we use that term, is I love Jingle All the Way. I don't think I've seen that one. You, I know of it, but can I don't think I've ever seen it. Can I get that outrage back at you? Um, <laughs> I love that film. I love that film. And it's just so, it's so cool. Oh, and, and is it, that the one? I'm they're sorry. like trying to get the same toy or something. Yeah, it's got Sinbad in okay. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yes, I have seen that. A long time ago, but I have seen yeah. it. I just love that. And the other one is a Muppet Christmas Carol, which oh, I always laugh one. at. <laughs> yeah, because there are so many classic versions of that that story, but I love the Muppet one. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's the one I like. I don't I think I've it, ever dude. seen that. Oh, it's a good one. The Muppets. Oh, do it, do it this year. Do it this year. I'll watch a Christmas story. You watch that. We'll come back in the new year. We'll talk to each other. Okay. About it. All right. We'll do a review. There you go. We'll do a review on it. Perfect. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd love yeah, to hear and... your take on Christmas story because it's very like middle America in the what, 50s or 60s yeah. family story. So it'd be interesting to get your take on it. Okay, yeah. And and Antonio and Justin, watch out because Jay and I are coming for your movie reviewing crown there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and in terms of Christmas songs or carols, are you too into that? Are there some favorite songs you'd have playing in the background? I I like Christmas music, but in very, very small doses. Yeah. So yeah. I like Christmas music on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Um, and there are some some good ones, but we recently discovered some channels on YouTube that play uh, dark Christmas music. So it's like oh, yeah. orchestra Christmas music, but it's got this like dark kind of sinister yeah, undertone to yeah, it. And I've been really enjoying that. Yeah. So I'm going to have that playing on in the background. Um, I <laughs> am not a huge Christmas music fan. I only like one person mm. who does Christmas music, and that's Michael Bublé. 
So a, a certain song, no, like I don't know. Was Santa Baby? Is that a song? It is a song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be home for Christmas. Yeah, I'll be home for Christmas. He's got a few diff- different versions of that one. That one's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Mickey Bubbles, is the, as we call him over here. Yeah, yeah. I, I do like Mickey him Mickey Bubbles. Well. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually, i just seen he's starring in um one of our supermarket Christmas adverts this year. So they, they, oh, they've really? got him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Michael Bublé can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, he's, it, again, it feels like one of those people you just can't hate. Right. Uh, nobody should, yeah. yeah. Inoffensive, not in your mm-hmm. face. He's funny too. Like yes. occasionally yeah. his TikToks pop up in my feed and he's yeah. funny and like makes fun of himself, which I like. And you've given me perfect menus, but is there something specific Christmas that you eat? You know, you don't have to go through the whole thing, but like that's three courses, but is there something that for you is, if, if you don't have that, it's not Christmas? No. No. Our, I mean... Like traditionally the Christmas meal is very similar to the Thanksgiving meal in America. I like the years when my family's like, we're doing Mexican food for Christmas. And that's like my favorite kind of Christmas meal. I mean, I tell some of the people that I work with that if I don't have tamales, my Christmas Mm. just wasn't Christmas. But I only tell them that because I want them to bring me tamales. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. We made tamales yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And, and it spent all day making yeah. tamales. And, and good. never again. No, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. That's why I tell them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't had yeah. tamales. So, and someone inevitably brings him tamales. Oh, yeah. They bring me, multiple people bring me tamales. <laughs> I just have a face where I can give you the puppy dog eyes and be like, whoo. But you also bring them things like shotgun shells yeah. throughout the year. So, yeah. you know. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've earned it. You've earned it. Yeah. I think that's a really good point, Kay, actually, that you do have Thanksgiving so close to Christmas as well. And they feel like very similar then in terms of size mm-hmm. and, and scope, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. yeah, you see, we don't. So we, we go through the whole year. We don't really. It's just Easter, you have a big meal and Christmas. We don't have anything mm-hmm. really in between. Yeah. What's a traditional like UK Christmas meal? Well, if you if you go in tradition, tradition, it is turkey with roast potatoes and and parsnips mm. and and stuffing. But I don't really, I'm, I don't go for turkey. So we'll me and my wife, it'll be chicken things like that. You mm-hmm. know, we'll, we'll do something different. Yeah. Um, we'll have Yorkshire pudding. the The Christmas thing, the thing for me is not Christmas without them is pigs in blankets. So okay. for mm-hmm. us, although I've learned pigs in a blanket over there is something different. So, but for us, is the little sausages wrapped in bacon. So, ah, okay. if, yeah. yeah. Ours here is like usually good. some kind of pastry. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. It's like sausages wrapped in a pastry. Yeah. We were just listening to your episode with your guest talking about that. <laughs> the, yeah, the author. And when, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was when I listened back to it, I was thinking, no, they are different then. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, it, no, it's a, it's a small little sausages, yeah, and they're wrapped in bacon. Mm-hmm. Have to have that, yeah, uh, Yorkshire pudding. And it's the one time in the year where, you know, we'll have roast meals throughout the year, but it's the one time of year where we'll get some stuffing. We'll have stuff, stuffing mm-hmm. with it. And I think, again, the only other thing for us that makes it Christmas is we'll get a lot of nibbles and i'm doing the air quotes here which is gonna really work well for people on the radio <laughs> listening at home but yeah the, the nibbles so we'll get like a lot of the finger foods so it'll be the cheese and biscuits so again that's like the one mm-hmm. time of the year we'll get that and yeah just all the, the finger foods and 
it's the one time of year where I will eat like all the Italian meats for about seven days straight in a row and the pork pies <laughs> and the sausage rolls and yeah you're eating them at all times of the day and the the chutneys etc yeah mm-hmm. so I think because it is just that one time of the year we tend to kind of go for a full out loads of variety of foods so yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then because you, you've got the new year to to go into your whole new fit of you right Right. (laughs) (laughs) Try to reverse everything from the last month. Yeah. 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 And it's it. Yeah. It's a chocolate in the morning, the 11 Mm -hmm. o'clock glass of wine. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Hell yeah. Do you tend to, do you get time off over the the holidays? Do you work over the holidays? Depends. Yeah. Um, It depends. Our Uh, office is usually open, but a lot of people take. Yeah. The week between Christmas and New Year's off. Sometimes the office will close the week between Christmas and New Year's, but that was a while ago. They don't really do it now. Yeah. They used to close and like pay us. Like we're just going to close for the okay. the week between Christmas and New Year's. It's paid, don't worry about it. You know, but now, you know, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we paid you for two months during COVID. You're not getting anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get the day after Christmas as a holiday? So over here, we get Christmas Day and, and Boxing Day, and Boxing as we call day. it. And it's great if it falls at a weekend because they carry those over to the Monday and the Tuesday. So what you want nice. is Christmas Day on a Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. Boxing Day on a Sunday. And so you get the yeah the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, we yeah. just get christmas day off yeah we don't even get christmas eve off and i feel like christmas eve is pretty big here as far as celebrating yeah a lot of people celebrate on christmas eve but we're open yep <laughs> do you know what? i am so hungry again now i've got my, from from <laughs> from the start I, I've, I've just my mouth has just been watering so um, i'm gonna have to raid the fridge now again so before we go, thank you again for the two of you coming on. Love having you on. And I've got to get you on. I've got to already start thinking about the next thing to get you on because you two, the, the conversation <laughs> we have is just brilliant. I know you're kind of on a on a bit of a break at the moment, but do you want to just shout out your pod? Is, is there any plans? Is there anything upcoming that you want to tell people about? Send in your stories. That's what we want to tell Absolutely. people. Um, no, we'll be, we'll be starting up again in January. Um, we're going to be recording some episodes in December, so we'll be ready to go in January. Um, always, we're always looking for workplace stories. They can yeah. be weird, funny, tragic, scary, any kind of just weird shit that happens to you on the job. We want to hear about it. That's right. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, send them in, and and they could be anonymous. See, that they'll keep you anonymous, mm-hmm. but yeah, just send them in because they're. Yeah, if you listen to some, like I said, there, there won't be anything that, that if, if you think your, your story is bad or embarrassing, wait, wait till you hear some of the ones that you've already had on, right? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. There's a whole world of embarrassing out there. So, mm-hmm. all right, look, well, well, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to it. I'll let you know when you can expect a knock on the door from me. Um, because <laughs> yeah, you, you've definitely um, definitely got me this is what I'm doing basically so this is so I'll know right when, I, when I'm coming over to the states which uh, which direction do I head so yeah when you make your world tour <laughs> yeah 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 whose couch are yeah, you crashing I, on 
I would definitely be sleeping, yeah, after after these meals. Yeah, I, yeah. When I bring the pod on tour, the American leg of the tour, I'm definitely, uh, definitely passing by yours. So, look, thank you very much for for coming on again, and yeah, we'll speak to you soon. So yeah, don't forget send your stories in to or contact uh, K and J on Fuck My Work Life. That's on on all social media you're on now, aren't you as well? So yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. For me, you can get me again. Just look for casting views across them all. If you if you want to be on one of these episodes and give me more recipe ideas that I can just marvel at but never actually make, you can get me at casting views across all the, the social media platforms or castingviewspod at gmail.com. And yeah, I'll see you next episode. One, two, three, four. If I want your opinion, I will give it to Come on, check what we've got, cause you need it, don't make us get